and welcome back to another episode of the provocative podcast all right guys so first off i want to say when i'm recording the podcast sometimes i know that i get like i'm just very passionate sometimes and looking back at last week's episode i feel like i came off too aggressive without wanting to be aggressive like i didn't want you guys if you listen to the podcast i had a lot of view girls saying like oh i loved it so much but the clips that are made of me uh, on TikTok and stuff, I'm just like so aggressive. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope they don't think that I'm like over here mad or yelling because I just wanted, you know, to get the point across. And it, I was just like really passionate about last week's episode. And I did want to say like, I was expressing you guys know my opinion and the whole purpose of the podcast is to provoke thought into you guys and just wanted you guys to get my opinion and, um, I still respect everyone's opinion, even if you didn't agree with what I had to say. Uh, you know, that's part of, you know, being a human. You respect other people's opinion. And so I just wanted to give mine. So just wanted to say that because, like I said, I was looking at the clips and I was like, oh my God, I look like I'm so pissed or I'm so mad, but I'm not. It was just the Latina in me coming out last week's podcast. Um, secondly, the dark sport shoot went so great, guys. It was uh, it was a long week last week with all the stuff that we had to do, but I, I love the shoots. I always, you know, love every shoot that I do, but last week's shoot was just amazing too. Um, just to see everything that goes behind the shoots um, is just they put in so much work and there's just so much talent behind the cameras. And just to be part of dark sport, I just feel so honored and... Um, yeah, I was just really happy last week, but uh, yeah, other than that, it was just like super busy. I was dieting, as you guys know, for the shoot. So <laughs> this weekend, your girl kind of went ham. Like yesterday, I ate way too much food. Like not that there's anything wrong with it, but I was just like, fuck. Like this morning I woke up, I'm like, I got to go to spin like four times again this week because I just, I ate a lot more than I normally do. Okay. And what I mean by that is like, I had chicken and waffles. I had like an Oreo milkshake. I had half a bottle of wine. I had a big ass brownie. Like I had pasta. It was a lot of food yesterday, but it was good. Chris and I had a good kind of like little date um, afternoon. So it was good. So uh, lastly, before we get into today's episode, I just want to say uh, my hormones are going great. I've actually had a few of you girls reach out because you guys are like, oh, well, I listened to the podcast and you were talking about your hormones. So as you guys know, I'm working with a company called Transcend. I'll leave their link below or their link is in my bio. Um, and so far it's been Saturday was a full month and I'm getting used to everything. I started taking the progesterone and I feel like that's been kind of changing my moods a little bit. Um, I am a little bit more sensitive. I feel like this last week and a half that I've been on the progesterone, um, but it's only like a certain amount of time that I'm supposed to take it like a month. And so, um, yeah, just, I think everything by next month should balance out. I'm just kind of letting my body do its, do its thing. My skin has been like purging, which is probably the number one thing that it's, has affected me is my skin. Like I have been having breakouts like no other. Um, and when I do have breakouts, it does mess with me because when I was younger, I didn't really break out a lot. Like I was one of those people that could just wash my face with like literally that green bar soap that what I don't even know what the the name is it's like I don't even know like you can buy it at the dollar store it was like a green bar soap and my face would be clear and now I feel like I'm trying to find different ways to make my skin better 
the next thing I'm going to try right now is the aloe vera that everyone's been raving about on TikTok. So I'm going to make those aloe vera popsicles. That's my goal this week. Um, but yeah, other than the skin, just I'm letting my body do its thing. And hopefully by next month, it'll be better. But like I mentioned, if you guys have any doubts on your hormones or just want to get it checked or are finding that you're not losing weight, you're always bloated. I definitely recommend that you guys hit them up. They're going to go in depth to your blood results. It's not like you go into your doctor and they just checking everything off. And it's like, oh yeah, you're normal. But they actually go into detail with you. If anything, if your goals are like to lose weight and anything is off just by a little, they'll rearrange it. They'll assess it and they'll give you the treatment that they think is best for you. But like I said, they're transcend. The link is in my bio. And if you have any questions, you guys can obviously reach out to me. All right, so let's get into today's episode because we've been talking about doing this episode for a while and I'm really excited. So today as our guest, we have Suzette Esquivel. Hello. Hi. So I'm going to do a little introduction. So she's owner of Luxury Glam Team Hairspray and Highlight, celebrity makeup artist, hair artist, instructor, and official Houston NBA dancers makeup artist. You have a lot, girl. Yeah. When I was looking at your bio, I was like, damn. Yeah. I know that you and I talk, but... I was like, when I was reading everything that you did, I was like, damn, she does a lot. I do. Yeah. I have a very busy life. Yes, you do. And I'm always on the go, but it is so fun to not have any. I used to live such a strict life. Like everything was super planned out for, mm-hmm. from like minute to minute. And now you can't live like that. Mm-hmm. Every day you wake up and it's just like, as it comes, that's how you live it. Yeah. No, I, um. Uh, Suzette and I met probably like how long ago? Uh, a little over a year ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you did, I think, I think it's cause of Casey, right? I found you through cause of Casey. Yes. Yeah. Um, which, uh, yeah. So I, I saw that you did her makeup and then I think we started DMing mm-hmm. each other after that. And yeah. we worked together quite a few yeah. times. I was writing everything down. So we did my guardian bracelet <clears throat> shoot that we did last year. We did my Halloween shoot, the vampira look, which everyone loved. Um, we did the wedding glam that we did at your place. Yes. We did the buchona shoot, which was, was really favorite. fun. And uh-huh. then I think recently we just, we've done so many shoots mm-hmm. to get like different. Anytime I want to do like a different shoot guys. And I want, uh, you know, makeup to be different than my normal routine. I always hit up Suzanne. I'm like, let's work together. And anytime you too, like anytime yeah. you want to do anything, we usually just work really well together. I absolutely love creating different things. And yeah. I don't like to stay in a bubble of like, you know, there's a lot of makeup artists that like, a, they have a certain style, but I like to really create and do different things and turn you, I can turn you into a bride and I can turn you into a pageant girl I can yeah. do it all yeah, yeah so it's it's really fun to see someone in different light yeah no I agree because I think what you said is so, so true a lot of makeup artists they just do like brights mm-hmm. and that's it and I feel like with you you've always been like she'll send me inspo she's like let's do this next let's do this next like you're so great at like wanting to cre- create different looks and everything which I think is important too because it gets you out of your comfort zone too and you're not doing the same thing yeah every single I day. feel like you 100% have to evolve and you have to stick with the trends like TikTok is growing and growing and growing and these girls are so young and constantly changing things and making new things and you have to be like that if you want to grow if not yeah. you're gonna stay at the bottom yeah like you have to keep moving up 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 girl I get that Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go a little bit into your background because you didn't start off as a makeup artist, correct? Correct. Okay. Well, yeah. So I in high school, I would do it for fun. Okay. I'd, like be at home and do green smoky eyes at like 15 years old. So I come from a very Hispanic family. Like my parents are Mexican. Mm-hmm. My dad was very much, you cannot wear any makeup until you're 15 years old. And I was like, 
okay. So I'd do it on the bus. Girl, I'll tell you what, do right? it in the bathroom and then yeah. take it off before. And I would take it off before. And I was like, okay, whatever. He'll never know. And he'd see me with like smeared mascara. And he's like, Suzette. And I'm like, I like it. Get over it. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, my family, I grew up like very, it's four kids. My parents are still married, like 38 years married. Wow. Yeah. And, um, super easy, chill, like childhood. And, um, they weren't strict, but they were very much, you can't stay the night anywhere. You yeah, know, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I could always have my own freedom and do whatever I wanted. And, um, but they were, he was so strict on dyeing my hair and the makeup thing. Yeah. And I was like, that's so weird because my sister's been dyeing her hair since she's 16. Uh-huh. And here I am, like, I still have like dark hair and I'm almost 30. Yeah. So anyway, um, I start doing uh, my makeup and I would go to dinner with like green smoky eyes at home like, okay. and, and I'd wipe it off and do it again until I just, that's how I started. Okay. I would literally just do my eyeshadow, follow old, old YouTube videos. I'm talking about back in the day. This was over 15 years ago, 15 oh, years. Who was around at that time? Do you remember? Um, Jaclyn Hill had okay. just started in like a webcam. Yeah. And I was like so intrigued with Mac girls and the signature eye look that I was like, Oh my God, she's teaching you step by step. So I'd yeah. follow it. And it was, man, it was this girl named Marlene. Okay. These are super old, old YouTubers, like yeah. the first ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And those are the ones that I'd watch. I feel like one day I just searched on the YouTube bar because I was very into tech always. Mm-hmm. I always had the best Zanga profiles. Zanga? Do you remember Zanga? No, I don't know what that is. It was a super old platform. Okay. Like, so old and I always had like cool ones and uh what was it MySpace yeah MySpace is yeah awesome my I would edit people's profiles for them because I knew how to code okay yeah okay so I've always been into that and so I was always watching YouTube and my friends didn't even know what YouTube was this is how old it was and so I would start typing like purple smoky eyes and I'd see these girls doing these videos and I was like oh wow yeah so that's how I started learning I would follow those really young and um then my friends would be like oh can you do my makeup for prom blah 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 mm-hmm. so I'd do everyone's but in 11th grade so like 10th grade I believe and 11th grade I would do classes in summer so I could have a lot of credits okay 11th grade I joined business co-op okay I don't know if y'all had that no we didn't so it was a program where you would leave school early to go to work okay and they would get you really cool opportunities like they would give you yeah jobs especially too? in okay. Houston we have such a big industrial like yeah you know like oil and gas and all that. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunities for kids to start there and go up. So my business co-op professor got, or teacher, because this is in high school, she got us jobs and we'd have to interview for them. Like we'd have to go and do it ourselves, right? But she would get us the opportunity to get an interview and she would teach us how to do resume. It was honestly, I recommend it for anyone in high school. They have to, it is such a good opportunity to do business co-op because mm-hmm. it teaches you how to be professional. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So I would leave school like at 9 a.m. to go to work. And at first I worked for a, I actually worked, I started off at an elementary school okay. and I would do all the clerical work. So with that little experience, I got my first oil and gas job. Okay. I think I was already a senior. Okay. And I started off as a receptionist. And then, but I was always, I could never settle. I was always very ambitious. Mm -hmm. Even that young, I was 17 years old. Mm -hmm. And um, I started working for a small oil and gas company and I went from receptionist to manager by 21. Oh shit. And 
they were, but the employees would not take me serious because I was so young and they could not at all take me serious. They just mm-hmm. did not like that I was able to interview and fire. Mm-hmm. They didn't like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously you have to work yeah. and some people don't like to, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, I had this going on and then my parents still wanted me to go to school, but I would do makeup on the side just for fun. Okay. I never took it serious. It was literally just shopping money. Right. But that's how it ended up being for 10 years. So I was so focused on my career okay. that I wanted to go up and up and up in this oil and gas industry. Okay. But it's such a man's world. Right. Unfortunately, it yeah. is what it is. That's still how it yeah. is. Yeah. You can have whatever you want, certificates, degrees. It's a man's world. Mm-hmm. And um, So what were you going to school for? I was going to school for international business. Okay. okay. But I was so focused on still having a social life. This was, I mean, this is in my early 20s. Work has always come first. Yeah. But social life always came second. Mm -hmm. And I would go to work, but I had to go out. Yeah. I was just so into going out, partying, hanging out with my friends that I feel like if I wouldn't have been like that, I would have finished school and I would have, I don't know, everything happens for a reason, obviously, Right, right? Right, right, So I was doing makeup on the side. This is 2011, 2012, right? Mm-hmm. Then I'm working this nine to five oil and gas job. I work my way up. Eventually I get into corporate. Okay. So now I get into corporate oil and gas uh, in downtown, which is like overlooks huge refineries. And that was a really good opportunity for me. And it was something that I had always wanted and that I worked towards. But mind you, I had no degree. This is just oh, me shit. moving yeah, up, right. up, yeah. up. And being... It is important, but being Hispanic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. It's a huge it's deal. It's a huge deal. I was deal. the only Hispanic bilingual in my whole department for a long time. And you're a woman. And I'm a woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I felt like that was it for me. Yeah. That was as high as I could get. And it is what it is. But you. How old were you at this time? 26. Were you intimidated being like. Never. See, I, I see. I feel like. That's such a, you're, you are a very strong woman. I love that about you. And, but just look, thinking back, I'm like, it would be so intimidating, like for a lot of females to work with so I many think men. That's what has gotten me to where I'm at today is that I'm nobody, nobody intimidates me and yeah. nothing intimidates me. There has been times where I was in, you know, and I think it's opposite for me. So 2016 was really easy on social media. You mm-hmm. could blow up fast. Yeah. And I was so focused on doing these crazy makeup looks that I wanted, I always have big dreams and I always achieve them. If I, it's like I speak it into existence. My words are so powerful and that is a real thing, Mm -hmm. but I do it without wanting to, like, I'll just say it and it happens. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I want to get into corporate. Like one day I'm going to work in downtown at those corporations. And I did. And then I said, one day I'm going to get on Anastasia's PR list. And I did. And this was in 2016. So I did it, but I'm the type of person that I'll do it. And then I'm like, okay, I did it next. Mm -hmm. And I don't take care of that. Mm -hmm. So I did get on her PR list. She started sending me all these products, everything she would release, she would send me. And she invited me to her Halloween party. Oh shit. So I flew out to LA and this is where it comes into play that I've never been intimidated Mm -hmm. by anyone. Fly out to LA with one of my friends. We go to the Halloween party and everybody's there, all these influencers. And then it was when it was super hot, like, Jaclyn Hill, Manny MUA, all of them, Patrick Starr, Kylie Jenner. And I just saw how people were acting towards them like, like if it was God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
oh my God, this is a human. Like, mm. what is wrong with people? So Kylie was right next to me and I was like, okay, it's not a big deal. Like, she is a normal person. Right. And people were bombarding her and I was like, that's annoying. Yeah. And I just saw that experience and I was like, okay, this is not what I want. Yeah. So I saw it, I did it, I had fun, but that was it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after that, I didn't focus on makeup anymore. I don't know, that trip was such a trip for me. Like, yeah. it was eye-opening. I was like, wow, LA is such a paper town. Mm -hmm. Because obviously it's a lot of makeup artists' dream to move to LA and have, you know, that. But that's never been what I want. I've always wanted to stay in Houston mm -hmm. and do my thing here and have my family. And that's what I want. And mm -hmm. everybody's entitled to their own dreams. Right, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so... I'm still working in corporate at this time. Um, after this, I meet Karina, which is my business partner. You've met. Karina yeah. did your hair. Yeah. yeah. Karina only does hair. And I did her sister's prom makeup, and she had a good, like, a really cute hairstyle. And I was like, oh, who did your hair? I've been looking for someone to help me. And she's like, oh, my sister, she does hair too. And I was like, okay. So she introduced us, and I actually said, do you want to go work a wedding with me in Austin next week? And she's like, well, let's go to dinner first because that's like a little weird, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. So we went to dinner, but Karina and I had already, we had gone to the same high school. Okay. So we had a lot of mutual friends. She and was at just this a couple point, years older. Okay. And at this point, your clients are coming from where? Just like <clears throat> Instagram, okay. friends, family, okay. and it's single appointments. And I'm taking okay. them at my, uh, my parents had built me like a garage. Okay. And that's where I was taking them. Okay. Because I still had my full time. Right. So um, I had my single appointments, but they all wanted hair. And I was doing both, but I never liked hair. Okay. And I couldn't. It was too many people, like, back to back to back that I couldn't knock out these hairstyles. Right. And so um, when I met her, we worked the wedding, and it was amazing. Like, we were on the same wavelength. I feel like it's so important to have chemistry with the person you're with. Mm -hmm. Like, whether it's in business or talent, like, we just have this, like chemistry mm -hmm. like we work at the same pace we we just have visions and we execute and mm -hmm. we work together if we have to like we're always helping each other out and I feel like some people can get not selfish but they're not team players right and I feel like that's where corporate comes into play where mm -hmm. as much as I didn't want to be stuck there for 10 years or whatever happened yeah it still helps you yeah it give you skills. every path still helps mm -hmm. you get mm -hmm. to where you're supposed to be mm -hmm. yeah so um, I brought to the table like the business knowledge and the professionalism and she brought the creativity and the salon knowledge because I never had worked in the salon in my entire life. And she did. She came from a blow dry bar and all these places. So um, we worked that wedding. And then a week later, I'm like, hey, do you want to start a wedding team like where we do weddings and have this big brand and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah. So we met up. We went to a coffee shop and that's where we planned out hairspray and highlight and we came up with the name she, like I was throwing out ideas she was throwing out ideas and we just came up with this together mm -hmm. well fast forward everything's fine she's a stay-at-home mom she has a little boy but it I think it was like a year that she didn't have kids and then she had her son and I had my full-time job so it worked out perfectly in the sense that I could do the bookings and the invoices and contracts at work mm -hmm. And she was at home in case I needed anything, right? Mm -hmm. And then weekends, we'd work these weddings. And also, my corporate job was Monday through Thursday, Friday half days. So at 12, I would go to a wedding yeah. on Fridays. So it worked out because at the end of the day, makeup is more saturated on weekends, right? right? But I never had a life because I was working seven days a week. Yeah. So um, 
mind you, I still had my social life. I was going out. I was partying, drinking, everything. So then- Were you still in school too? Yeah, okay. but I couldn't focus because I yeah. would not let go of the social life. Right. If I would have, I could have finished. Yeah. yeah. So um, I eventually stopped going to school. Mm-hmm. I went, I was like, okay, you know what? I want a salon. So I have to get a cosmetology license. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My mind was just all over the place. Yeah. Went to cosmetology, hated it. And it was going to take me four years going at night. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. So, and I was like, and I hate color. I hate cutting. This is just not for me. They're, they don't touch on makeup at all. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? No. So I did it for two years and it took a lot because it was 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And I'm so so strict on my sleep. Mm-hmm. No matter what, I'm at sleep at 830. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, this is late. <laughs> So I, it was not for me. I quit the cosmetology program and I just kept focusing on work and these weddings, but weddings were like, not my, like, I loved makeup. Yes. But it was just money to like go shopping. I've never had real bills. Mm -hmm. I just love to shop. Mm -hmm. And so my focal point was still corporate. I would not let that go. Mm-hmm. I think it was because high school was so easy for me when it came to like actual books. I was good at math, good at everything. And so I felt like I was dumbing myself down being good at makeup. Mm-hmm. As crazy as that, as that sounds. Yeah. And so I was like, man, I can't. And then in my mind, I was like, well, I can't do both my entire life because I want to be a mom and I want to have all these things. So I need to choose one. But I just never thought it would be makeup ever. Um, until COVID hit Mm -hmm. 2020, there was absolutely no makeup and I had never been without two checks. And I mind you, don't forget, I'm still living at this point. I'm living with my brother, have no bills and I still could not afford myself. Oh shit. That's how bad my shopping is. Oh my gosh. Is getting better. (laughs) So I was like, man, how am I supposed to live off this? How do people do it with kids? to live off of these checks. Like that's so hard and mm-hmm. props to these moms that have budgets and I are know. single moms. I would work with like single moms and they had a house, they had their kids in sports all on this fixed income. And I was like, bless your heart. How do yeah. you do that? Yeah. Like I can't afford myself and I'm by myself and no real bills. Yeah. So, um, I, all I had was a corporate job and that was really slow because there was no work coming in for anybody, but we still kept it afloat. My company was actually one of the only companies that was buying from people. So they invested while everyone was drowning. Mm -hmm. So they really hit the jackpot with that. So we still had a little bit of work, Um, but I had no creativity. And I was like, man, this is, I did not know I was depressed until this point. So I was just focusing on myself, my like, oh, by the way, I was also working out a lot. So I had lost a bunch of weight. Mm And so in COVID, I was focusing on the gym and myself. And that's just, that was what I was focused on. I had quit drinking because I just felt like it was putting me behind. Yeah. So I completely gave it up. Yeah. I haven't had a drink in almost three years. I know. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, But it never, drinking never like was debilitating. Mm -hmm. It was just, I would spend too much money while I was drinking. Like I was the type to go out and be like, shots on me. And it was just. Like $700 on drinking Dude, is girl, I'm sorry. Yeah. Too, much. It's too much. That's why I don't go out maybe yeah. once every six months. And that's I'm fine. The same way. That's fine. Once in a while, but every weekend. Yeah, no, I don't no. know how people do it. I, I would spend their whole checks there. I would work a wedding and blow it at the bar Yeah, hell. on everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. So 
keep in mind, I stop drinking and I lose a bunch of friends. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Because you're not going out. You're not, not providing. Party, I'm not paying for anything. Yeah. 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 So that was that. I mean, they were extremely not important. And it's okay also yeah. to lose people in your life. Oh yeah. Yeah. For it sure. It is just a sign that you are about to elevate. So everything was going bad. Like five years, it was a five year hole. Mm -hmm. Like just everything was downhill, downhill, downhill. Um, I COVID hits. I'm like, what is this? All of our weddings get canceled. Like out of a hundred percent, it was like 98%. Yeah. Yeah. And some rescheduled, some had like a little mini wedding, but it was just, we lost so much money that year. And I was like, Oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to school, focus on work, no more makeup. I'm going to give it up because I have to make a choice. And this is why it's happening. I'm giving it up. So I start applying for school again. I start applying for other positions within the company. And I had already been at the company for four years. I was bilingual. I had a good record. Like everything was superior. No interviews. And I'd have these um, like co-workers that would just, they had just started and they were getting interviews and hired like that left and right. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why are they new and getting interviewed? Yeah. Because it was hard to even pick up an interview in general. Like, fuck not getting picked. I was not getting interviewed. Yeah. And they were. And I was like, I bring way more to the table. Like, I have more knowledge. I've been here longer. Um, but this company had such good benefits that it was hard to let that go. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to focus on school and just keep working here because they pay for school. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'll oh, just, great. yeah, I'll just stick it out. Well, December, I get a call from a client and she says she is in a nonprofit and she says, hey, will you teach a Zoom class to the ladies in the nonprofit? Because um, it would just it's we we're doing different events in December and it would just really help them. And I was like, no, I'm not doing makeup anymore. Yeah. And she's like, well, I already signed you up, so you're doing it. And I was like, OK, fine, because everybody knows I'll do it if you tell me to. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just going to say no, but I'm going <laughs> to do it, you know. Well, that was like, I had an epiphany in that moment. So I teach the class and I felt so fucking fulfilled that I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do? Yeah. Like makeup? Really? Like, why did it go away for a year? Now it's back. And I like, I felt it in my soul that that's where I was. Like, that's where I had to be. So I was like, okay, well, you know what? Obviously I can't beat faces right now. I'm going to just do YouTube videos. So I started researching how to edit, how to film, how to, the lighting, everything Luckily, I have everything just because I'm an impulsive buyer. So I had a camera. I had lighting. I had a laptop. I had everything at my disposal. So I turned my room into a studio and I started filming, editing, doing the work, like doing my makeup on camera. I did it all by myself. I had like my camera plugged into the TV. I don't know how I figured it yeah. out, but I did. Yeah. When and you want something, you'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah. And I learned sure. how to do Final Cut Pro. I built my website, everything from scratch, like my little icons. Now I look back and I'm like, that looks like shit, but I did it myself. Yeah, no, it, I had all no start. help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, with these videos, I start posting them. And because I started posting them, I was trying to promote them. So I started promoting them on Facebook, Instagram. And um, I hadn't posted in a long time. And when I started posting them, I started getting traction and I started getting more clients and I was like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. So January hits and fuck COVID. Nobody cared. Mm -hmm. I started doing back to back glams. There was girls waiting for me to get off of work at the house. Like, Oh shit. It was so intense and yeah. insane, but 
at the same time, Karina was having a difficult pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like it hit her harder than the first one. She couldn't work. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, so she taught me how to do hair real quick. Mm-hmm. And then I just started watching videos mm-hmm. and, um, I met Brittany, which is, we brought her on. She is also a partner and Brittany started helping me with hair and we just got busy and started knocking girls out. So busy to the point that I was forced to quit my job. It was never in the plans. Mm-hmm. That's not what I wanted, but I was forced to, um, because I, I feel like people come to me and they're like, when is it, when is it the right time to quit your full-time job? Right. That, that was going to be a question. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's a hundred percent when you're losing money being there. Yeah. And at this point I was losing a lot of money being there because obviously in the beginning I'm like, well, this is only a weekend thing, but then the like the busier you get, there's a lot of opportunities during the week that you're missing out on. Right. And there was for me, there was weddings on Thursdays. There were photo shoots. There were maternity shoots, everything you can think of. I was like, you know what? I am going to be busy during the week. I can do this. Yeah. And so I, I told my parents and they've always been super supportive. They were like, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can do it. You don't even have real bills. This is when you should do it because you don't have kids yet. Yeah. And I was like, okay. But I know that there's this pressure, like you said, like, it's like, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to dumb down to be a makeup artist because you have this pressure as a Latina, you know, to go to school, to be in like a nine to five job, you know, like you have the pressure to do that. But, you know, I feel like you did it. You're not just like, I, I feel like you're so driven that you're, you weren't like, oh, I'm just going to do makeup here and there. You were like, I'm going to fucking turn this into my business. Yeah. And hundred percent. And it was, it yeah. was, but it was not lucrative. I wasn't focused on it. I wasn't working on it. It wasn't my baby. Right. So then I was like, you know what, now that it is going to be my baby, I can pour a lot more into it. I I can make something out of this. Right. So we get so busy. I start training girls left and right. And now we have 12 active girls that I could use. Like if they're not busy, I can use them to my, for my wedding things. Like Mm -hmm. I'll send them out. I'll send them an email. They accept it. They go, Mm -hmm. they work it. And it's easy and it and it works. Yeah. And I also get a lot of questions like, well, what if your client only wants you? But that this has all been a work in process. Last year, I did try to be at every single wedding mm-hmm. and my girls would do the bridesmaids. Now I have it, like we have contracts and stuff that say, if you want me, you have to pay an artist request fee. Right. As crazy as it sounds, like I'm training these girls. They're just as good as me. If you're not happy with them, I can't be in 20 places at once. So now they do have to pay an artist request fee. And unfortunately, a lot of people pay it. So I do still have to go to all these weddings. No, which is great for you. It is great. But it, so basically I found myself traveling. I, Saturdays, I bounce from wedding to wedding to wedding. Mm -hmm. And I do the bride, go to the next one, go to the next one. And my girls are taking care of everyone else. That's insane. But if I want to leave, it's okay. Like this last week I left for a pageant and everything was under control and taken care of Yeah, because it was clients that didn't pay the artist request fee. Yeah. 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 So it, it's all a work in process. I'm still learning, but there are ways to make things businesses like actual real businesses. Yeah. Cause it started with you and then Corinna and then Brittany, Brittany. and then you started hiring girls yeah. under you because mm-hmm. you were blowing up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like it is also a lot of or a lot of our girls have full-time jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And some are moms and they can't, they, they're happy to go work it because it's extra money. It's not like they want to steal my ideas. I don't right. care. Yeah. It's not about that for no, me. No, and then that's what I was about to say. It's like, you have to realize that 
at what point are you being selfish if you're not trying to hire? If you're losing money, like you said, you could be making more money by going to different places at different times by having these girls underneath you. You're not only helping yourself, you're helping them out too. Yeah. And I think people get caught up in the fact that they have to do it all. And it's not true. No. It's, even with my businesses, like, you know, I have, I've thankfully the last two years, I, I needed help. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, I can't do all of this by myself. No. I need to hire people. Like at first it's like, oh yeah, well, I'm paying them. I'm, it's coming out of my pocket, but the return is going to be so much better because now I can focus on other areas that I can only focus on while they're focusing on the areas that they're better at. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think people need to understand that. And I think that's great what you did. You were like, yeah, okay, I can't do this all by no. myself. And yeah. you also, you're blessing someone else. Right. And that's going to come back tenfold. Right. right. So, um, I also find that makeup artists, we do have a hard job. Like clients aren't always easy yeah there's some hard some ones yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um also makeup is very expensive hair products are expensive gas is ex extremely expensive right. and we don't have weekends like yes yeah. this is our choice but at the end of the day we don't have weekends right and um so i like to take care of my people so that they could take care of my clients right like so everybody is very well taken care of and they do realize like when they try to go to someone else, which I don't mind. Our contract is super simple. You can do your own thing. If I don't have work for you, of course you can go work for yourself or for someone else. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But just if you're going to work for me, just tag our team. That's right. it. That's all that. That's the only thing that matters to yeah. us. Um, but they're like, man, you you take a lot less percentage than a lot of other people do that own teams. But it's because I want them to do a good job. A, B, they're helping me out. I'm helping them out. See, I'm not providing product at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. They're buying their own product and that is so expensive. So that's why to me, it's like that. And I've had people say like, you need to go up. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. Everyone's taken care of. Everything's fine. Smooth sailing. And I get it back in other ways. Yeah, yeah. So it, they're happy. I'm happy. That's just how it is. Yeah. And um, obviously it's, it's still hard. Um, I do have, my sister-in-law is my assistant and she's our admin and she has helped me with like along the way with everything. If it wasn't for her, I could not mm -hmm. do it all by myself. Um, it's still a lot. There's days where you want to cry, yeah. but there's also days where you're just like, holy shit, I'm bored. Yeah. That's why I'm going back to school. Cause I'm like, right now I'm in that moment where it's like, I'm like bored. Okay. Cause I need the next rush. Right. Because I, I was going to ask you, like, I know you said, you know, you transitioned into being a full-time makeup artist because you were losing money in the sense. Mm -hmm. Was it scary for you not to have, like, a set income anymore? Of course it was yeah. scary. But <clears throat> I feel like, obviously, everyone has their own beliefs, right? Whether it's the universe or whatever it is. Mine is God, and I was praying on my knees. So everything was happening to me the way it was supposed to for me. Mm -hmm. But I was also like, you know what? If this is for me, at this point, nothing was going my way that I finally learned to let it go. I was like, you know what? I prayed. It didn't go my way. I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. I have done so much in my life for other people that I feel like it's time to like reap the fruits of my labor. Yeah. yeah. So however it's going to come, I'm going to just let it. Yeah. And as soon as I let it go everything started coming to me like no more begging to God for things, no more anything, no more asking for anything. It was just coming to me. It was pouring on me. Like 
it was insane. So I feel like while it was kind of scary that I was going to lose two incomes, I wasn't scared for some reason. I was just like, it is what it is. I was so broke last year. I'm already making way more. So I'm fine. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Even if, if I lose that paycheck, because yes, it was scary at first. I didn't want to quit till August because I was like, man, I need to make sure that like the salon is covered all this. I've never paid for salon rent before. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, yes, it's scary, but I have to do it because I can't back out because if I say I'm going to do something, I can't back out of it. So, um, when I quit, it was probably the most money I had ever made in my life in one month. And so I was like, but I wasn't focused on that. I wasn't like, it's never been about money for me. Right. I was just like, I need to pay my bills and I need to make sure everyone's taken care of and has work. So quit my job, start making a lot of money. I'm like, this is crazy, but I know it's prom season, so it's Mm -hmm. not going to always be like this. And then the next month, and it's even more crazy. And the next month, and I'm like, don't tell me I've been working 10 years, two jobs, and I'm making (laughs) more money now. Way more money with one career. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah. But I do work really, really hard. Like, whereas my team does have their days off and, you know, they work kind of when they want. I work every single day. And if I'm not working, like I'm working on my phone. Right, right, right. And I'm creating content. I'm constantly creating content because that brings in clients. Right. So yeah, it's nonstop work, but it's way more fulfilling. And you feel like, damn, I'm doing something. I'm actually doing something. Whereas when you work for someone else, you don't feel that way and you're not appreciated. Mm. And it's just way nicer to appreciate yourself. No, I agree. I feel like we were, we were in the same boat with Chris and I, like, so before we moved to, like I was working as a waitress, I was doing online training and I was doing makeup on the side because Mm -hmm. I always like makeup too. And then when we moved here, like I quit everything and I was just doing online training full time. And Chris still had a job because when we first moved, we're like, okay, we need at least some steady income. And then it got to the point where we had to decide, hey, you need to quit your job too because I need help. And even though it's scary, we're not going to have to set income. Like I know that we're going to bust our asses to get more income, to do whatever we can to make that make up that income that we're losing essentially by him not by him quitting his job and he did and then that first month was the most money we've ever made while while he was at home with me and ever since then it's been like you know up 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 and it's like okay like it is scary that you don't have a set income but you know like if you are a hard-working person and you take initiative and you're ambitious like you will make that fucking money you will do whatever it takes yeah and if you have to fucking if i have to fucking cut grass i'll do it yeah like i don't care yeah but yeah a hundred percent i agree and I feel like now it's scary to go backwards. Like yeah. if I had a set income now, I'd be like, oh, oh shit, yeah, I no, can't I cannot. Like that. Yeah, I'm the same. I, That's scary that to is, me. That is scary to me. Like if I had to go back to work, work and like, and have a set income, I could not girl. No. I would have to have like a day job and a night job mm-hmm. because there's just no way. No. I, I really do think of it like sometimes I'm like, you're making that much money and that's all you're making. Like that's all you're making and you're budgeting that. Like I could not, I don't know how some people and would do it. people have amazing homes yeah cars like my the most important thing to me is for my children to have like their first cars at 16 okay so as i want as many kids as i can afford Mm -hmm. like if i can afford four kids i better be able to afford those four cars at 16 obviously it's too late to have four kids Mm because i'm about to be 30 it's not too late but it's to me okay um but that is so important to me to be able to pay for their school to be able to pay for their cars and these people do that with a set income it's Props. Yeah, props, props to that. Yeah. But I could not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how people yeah. do that. So question. Um, 
what would you say the income i don't i don't if you want to share your income you can mm -hmm. but what would you say the if you are a hard working makeup artist what would the income look like um so yes i do have a huge financial problem mm -hmm. i'm not good at my finances at all okay i do know it's over six figures but i don't know how much i make okay because you just i don't know okay and that's a problem that is a problem that I'm working on, and I do have a meeting with a financial advisor because okay. it is that bad. Okay, but but are you just like shopping? Like you're just spending your money? I like, just don't. Um, it's it comes so quickly that it goes so quickly. quickly like yeah. I just don't measure myself. Like mm -hmm. if I want something, I get it. If Brandon wants something, we get it. If um, it's someone's birthday, I don't care. Like, yeah, I, I know just, what you mean. I'm very giving. And then that, that is that a problem, come, though. And, and, but it does come with the more money you make. I've realized that mm -hmm. because the more money I make, the more I give more out. I like invite everyone to dinner. Or, let's do this yeah. or let's buy this. And Chris, if Chris like, because when people are like, what do you guys get each other for birthdays, Valentine? I'm like, we get each other what we want at any time because Always. we have the. Thankfully, mm -hmm. we have the money, but it is a problem because you want something, you just buy it. Mm -hmm. And recently, Chris has been like, you need to cut back some bit, Jasmine. So. I'm like, okay, so we actually just had a conversation about this yesterday. I was like, listen, you've been making me cut back and it's not making work fun right now, okay? And we were just laughing about it. He's like, listen, you can go buy whatever you want, but right now we have expenses because we have a lot invested in no yeah. evil right now. But it is, it does become a problem when you start making more money because you want to just spend more money. And like you said, birthdays, mm -hmm. you're like, whatever, here, here. I'm, I'm like that. Thankfully, Chris is the one that's more like, no, no, no. So he kind of grouts me yeah. when it comes to finances. So I feel like we, I don't know, honestly, if you could, if you look at my, like my bank, you would probably cry, but it's just money's everywhere. Like mm -hmm. our monthly expenses, bills, stuff like that, which is not that many bills. I don't know where my, my money's just, if I wanted, I get it. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably have four gym memberships. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> And Brandon's like, you need to cancel like, some of these. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. But I just, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, I have anything you can think of, of like Netflix, the streaming. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have if all it's invented, it's mine. Uh, yeah. Same. Chris is yeah. like, why do we need Hulu, HBO, Disney plus Netflix? But I'm like, because we, Peacock, I'm uh -huh. like, we, we need all of them because yeah. there's at least one show on each one yeah. that I, I like. So we, we have all of them too. Girl. But also it is, this is why I'm going back to school because I want to, I feel like, yes, you have your people that do taxes and accounting, right? But that is scary to me because I used to do that for someone. Mm -hmm. So why can't I do it for myself? So I'm going back to school to really learn my finances and do it the right way. And if someone can't do my taxes for me, I want to be able to do it myself. Okay. Because that's essentially someone fucking with your money. No, yeah, you know? I agree. And the government. And that that is my biggest fear is to like... The Real Housewives, how Teresa Judice went to jail because of unpaid taxes. Like, that is terrifying to me yeah. that you could go to jail over not doing your finances, right? Yeah. Because someone else fucked up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I want to make sure that I'm crossing all my T's and dotting all my I's when it comes to that. Um, but yes, so obviously I do want to invest my money in different industries other than beauty because mm. this is not always I'm working as much as I can because it's not always going to be like this mm -hmm. there's gonna look at what happened with COVID yeah you never know you never know so you do have to have s s different streams of income no I agree and that's where <laughs> yeah and that's where it comes into play that I try to be diverse with what I do yeah so I have pageants I have photo shoots and I have like different 
partnerships with different brands to do e-commerce. Mm-hmm. I have um, like reality TV clients. I have um, one-on-one lessons, group lessons, classes. Oh yeah, you have your classes? I was yeah, because you too. have to have different yeah, things. Like, yes. With COVID, there's still going to be e-commerce uh-huh. there because people are going to be online shopping, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you have your fitness competitions. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of work. Yeah. And that's a lot of clients that I have in that too. Just everything. Weddings, yes, that's that's probably my bread and butter, but it allows me to do everything else. Right, right, right. And that's like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday thing, but that is just my main Yeah. Monday through Thursday, photo shoots, pageant, things like that. Stuff yeah. that I love. Yeah, yeah. And that's weddings are just like my main thing. Yeah. But I don't I want it to just be one of the main things. I don't want it to be my main thing. Right. You know? But there is things that I do want to get into that are important when you are making good money is like, look at all these real estate agents. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's a saturated market, but I feel like there's other outlets yeah. like that. Yeah. And you just have to meet the right people and know what you're doing. So yeah. that's why I want to study and I want to make sure, like you can invest in someone, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're investing in. These people are, there's so many crooked people. Yeah. But yeah, there is. it is important to know. No, and yeah. my, my little brother is actually so financially stable. He bought his first house at 21. He's so intelligent with his money that he's like, man, Suzette, just, just <laughs> give me control and yeah. I will triple your money because yeah. this is insane. Like, yeah. If He almost had a heart attack when he found out my monthly spending that Brandon told him. He was like, no, there's no fucking way. Like, yeah. No, he's like, I'm trying to retire at 40. Yeah. And that's his mentality. But that stresses me out. He's very Virgo. Yeah. And he's so anal about his expenses. And I'm like, man, live a little. Yeah. Live a little. Like you haven't gone on a trip. All your trips are work trips. Yeah. I had to force him to come to Cabo with us because he's like, I could be working. I'm like, you are 24 years old. (laughs) You need to live a little. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is just finding that right balance. And I think what you said is so important. And you guys know that I vouch for this. Like you need to have different streams of income if you want to be successful. I think you can be successful with just one, but just branching out and doing more things, you're going to reach a level of success that not many can. And then, like you said, going back to school and just doing things like that. Like I was actually talking to Chris about the same thing. I'm like, I want to go back to school and maybe tell me what we need help on. I'll fucking do it. Like, so that we are more knowledgeable in certain things. Um, For me, it was like more like graphic designing and stuff like that because I'm in a lot of need for that. And so, um, yeah, I think it's important and ties back to last week's episode that as a female too, we have a little bit more to prove. So it's good for us to branch out in different things and try to learn different things that can help us in our businesses. And I think that's great that you're doing that. Yeah. And I also do have to say that last year I was doing a lot of this by myself, but when you have, I did meet like my boyfriend in August Mm -hmm. and I feel like when you have a supportive partner, it elevates you on a whole another level. Like, yes, there's successful people that are by themselves and do this. But when you have someone that's in your corner and is like, you can do this, like, Whatever it is, like he, yeah. he's like, let's do it, yeah. you know? And I feel like when you have that, that's it. You're yeah. set. And my goal in life is to not achieve these huge things. It's just to be comfortable. Yeah. And that is coming with big things. Yeah. But to me, like the way life happens is I don't even have time to grasp it. I can't ever stop and smell the roses. I can't ever just be like, damn, I did that. 
Because I'm always on to the same. next thing. And then that's I'm crazy. Just, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I need to. That's what I'm working on a little bit is, is stopping a little bit because I'm the same way. I'm yeah. like, if I'm not doing something new, then I'm like essentially not happy because I'm not working hard enough. I, yeah. I, I have that. Pressure. I did hear your podcast where you were talking with this guy with the protein bars. Mm-hmm. Um, what was his and name? bar. Yeah. Yeah. Where y'all were both saying that you don't know how to just chill. Yeah. I was 100% like that last year. But you just have to chill. <laughs> it helps. Yeah, I mean, Chris chills me out. I think there's like, there's moments that's like hard for me because I feel like the, I'll have like a month or two where, where I'll chill, and then then I'll just have months where I'm like constantly on my phone and like I cannot stop and mm-hmm. I cannot stop and it, he will tell me you're not stopping, you're not stopping, but I just don't, I can't until I have like I literally just had like this whole breakdown Friday. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I just can't stop. I don't know how to stop. And he was like, you're just going to have to give me your phone or something. Like you need to fucking stop because it's getting uncontrollable uh-huh. now. And I just, it's really hard for me, but it is something that I want to work on, but it's a lot harder to work on because you just want to onto the next, onto the next. I'm saying this, next. but I'm, just, yeah. I'm about to fucking yeah. start school. Cause I'm bored. Yeah. So <laughs> it's because summers really slow down for us. July okay. and August are so hot in Houston that there's not a lot of weddings. There is, but nowhere near, um, for a week yeah there it's not like that at all yeah so i do have to leave a lot in july and august i have to go to pageants and destination weddings and stuff like that because it's so fucking hot here yeah so when i'm home it's way more chill i'll i had a client this morning and that was it mm-hmm. mondays are normally really busy for me every day is yeah uh, tomorrow i only have one like okay. it's way more yeah. chill, chill right now. so i'm i fucking go crazy mm-hmm. i'm like i feel worthless like i feel like i'm not making any money because i'm so used to being so busy yeah and I feel like to answer your question when it comes to like finances, I feel like that's why I don't know how much I make because it's working so much. You don't even have time to yeah. realize you're spending yeah. because you can't go anywhere. Yeah. So I just sit home and shop online yeah. because there's nowhere to go. I'm done working and I'm at home. That's it. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like so July and August are kind of slower months for us. And then it's like blackout the rest of the year yeah. because it is event after event with holidays and weddings and everything, mm-hmm. everything at once. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like I have learned to chill more and I could not picture chilling last year. Yeah. There was no way. Yeah, no, it's definitely something. I mean, I think every entrepreneur goes through it a little bit, but what would you say is like the biggest struggle for a makeup artist or like a starting makeup artist? Um, I feel like the biggest struggle is people don't know how to humble themselves down Okay, and they want to start off by charging what, uh, makeup artist with experience has. And you can't be like that. You also have to be willing to do people for free. You have to be willing to be assistants, like go assist someone. Um, because you don't know how much to this day, I still do stuff for free because you should stay humble. And if you want to elevate, you have to like. Some opportunities come with doing things yeah, for free. Yeah. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. I have some clients or like girls that I've known in the past that I'll be like, hey, do you want to come do this Rockets gig with me? And they're like, well, how much is it paying? And I'm like, it's kind of more for publicity. Yeah. And like, you'll get tickets, but this is a big opportunity. Yeah. It's not about that sometimes. And I feel like a lot of people don't 
you have to take every experience you can, especially in the beginning. You have to be willing to learn. And you also have to invest in your education. Mm -hmm. To this day, I still take classes to learn things that I didn't learn or to network at the event. Yeah. You still have to continue to pay for your education. And I've had girls reach out to me and they'll ask me like, you know, what my price is for a one-on-one. And I give my all to anybody that I teach. I will give them every single tip and trick that I have. And I'm at your disposal. You can text me whenever you want. And I feel like the amount of money that I, I have paid for classes does not compare to what I charge. Yeah. And they're still like, that hurts. No, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, that's fine. But how are you going to elevate? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't. And that's like, I feel like you, I always, that's why I'm like, okay, anytime I need a makeup tip or anything, I go to you because not only are you elevating yourself by doing other people's makeup, like you're keeping up with the trends. You're keeping up with what's new. Like every time I check Suzette's story, she's got the new product. She's testing it out. She's seeing how it is because it's important for you to keep up with everything, Mm -hmm. to keep up with everyone. I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I can get away with what I learned five, six years ago. You can't. And you can't. And when it comes to lash extensions, yeah. when it comes to everything, I feel like yeah. you have to keep, it, like, nobody can take your education from you. Right. You have to keep investing. Yeah. Like I said, we take, I flew to New York last year and I took this hair class that I brought to Houston that now my whole team is really good at. And we're kind of the only ones that can do that style. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Because I flew out and did that. Because you still have to keep paying for your education. It doesn't stop. Learning never stops, and I don't ever want to stop learning. There's always going to be different ways to do things. Like um, how for film, that is a whole different ballgame. And if you would see those people in person, you'd be like, what the fuck? Their makeup looks like shit. But it looks, that's how it needs to be for a 5K camera. Yeah. And on camera, it looks amazing, and that's what they look for. Yeah. So you have to know how to do make up different ways for different things. Yeah, no, I agree. So yeah, definitely. That's that's a really good tip. Definitely investing and being humble. Like Mm -hmm. I was charging $25 when I started and I charged $40 for six years. Shit, okay. $40 a person. And eventually we went up and up and up. But even to this day, I'm in the middle and there's people charge insane. Insane. I can't, Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it was like one TikTok or something. And she was charging, which to me... I feel like it was a little insane. It was like 350, 400 mm-hmm. for like just like a like a 60 minute. I was like, $400? I don't get to keep any of them. No, and um, I feel like also with Glam and Goes, so I did take a class with my friend's brother and he's Jeffree Star's makeup artist. He's so like in, extremely knowledgeable. He's so young and he's so successful. So I went and take, took this class from him and we actually like got along really well. He started sending me some clients And, um, he, when he sent me some clients, he's like, Hey, what's your price for a glam and go? Like, you're going to go to them and bounce. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I told him and he was like, uh, no, no, you're going up. So he gave them a different price and he's like, you need, no, you need to know your worth. And I'm like, I'm just, I like to be busy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even this last price increase, everyone was like, y'all need to increase. This is crazy. Our own clients. Tell you. We're telling that. Yeah. Like our brides, they were like, you're giving a lot for what you charge. Yeah. And yeah. so obviously they would compensate with tips because yeah. I have some amazing brides yeah. and stuff, but they were like, no. Yeah. 
when I started noticing that our tips were extremely high, I was like, I think it's time to go up, go up a little yeah. bit, which is great. I think that's a good, it's, it's amazing. Good, yeah. To you're not a, trying to take advantage of no. people, but at the same time, you're like, okay, this is what I yeah. feel like, like we are definitely, we use the best of the best product. It's very expensive. Gas yeah, is insane. Yeah. And so, um, we did eventually go up, but I feel like a lot of people in the beginning, they just feel like they're worth the same mm -hmm. and you're not, yeah. you have to no. work for it. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, for sure. 10 yeah. years I worked my ass off and now I can finally like go up. Yeah. But yeah, no, no I think it's a lot. It's, it's like that with a lot of people. It's like you expect, they and really you, know their worth. Yeah, that's like for sure. they, you expect to be at the same level of someone who's been had their company for five, 10 years plus or done makeup for 10, 20, whatever. They think they're at that same level. And it's like, you may be great, but you got to start, you got to mm -hmm. start out somewhere and you cannot start out at the finish line. It no. doesn't work that way. No. So that's, what, I'm really glad you said that. Yeah. Okay. So who has, do you have like a famous, like a super famous person that you've done? Um, I feel like I do people that are more powerful than celebrities. Okay. If that makes sense. Like yeah, yeah. Clients that own billion dollar companies okay. are way more and like I said, I don't get intimidated easily, but mm. these people are to an average person. Like one of my artists did one of our clients that is like a multi-billionaire. Mm -hmm. And she's like, holy shit, that lady was so intimidating. And she did her first because I was busy that yeah. day. So I was like, hey, I can't go, but my artist can, blah, blah, blah. She was okay with it. She did it. She did amazing. And she's like, man, that was scary. And I was like, no, don't be scared. Just no. give your like focus on the craft. Yeah, focus you're good at makeup. That's what she's paying yeah. for. She may be a billionaire, but she's paying you for makeup. So you need to be confident in your work. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so like a month later, the lady is like, I need glam again. Uh -huh. and I was like, okay, this time I'm available. So she was like, actually, I'll come to the salon. I'll do it. Blah, blah, blah. I, she was like, she gets there and she's like, I have 15 minutes. And I was like, bet you have lash extensions. I'll just give you an everyday look. And this was because she was going to a meeting. So she's like always on the jet, yeah. always busy, always on the go. I do her glam in 10 minutes and she's like, this is probably one of the best glams I've ever had. And I've tried a lot of people. Oh, dang. That's yeah. so good. So she pays me. I go back like to look at my daily sales and she tipped me a thousand dollars. Holy crap. In 10 minutes. But that's like nothing to them. Yeah. It's nothing to them. Hell, if I was a billionaire, I would do. Yeah. So that you'd be in my house every day. I know. I'd just be paying. And you. I feel like celeb like I do more reality TV yeah, celebrities. Yeah. So they're not like I feel like probably I don't know about famous. The most famous one I've done is probably like a real housewife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the New York housewives. Okay. But those people, you definitely work for every penny. Yeah, they make they're picky as fuck, right? I'm sure. They get glam every single day and they have their signature look. Right. And so you have to do that. That's fine. Yeah. The work Which is I not the problem. Right. The literally that is the, the easiest part. It's dealing with them. Yeah. And I props to celebrity makeup artists because they're not. It. No, I can't imagine like, cause I, you know, like I've done makeup. I do my own makeup, but I've done other people's makeup. And so when I'm watching, like keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever show, and I look at their makeup artists and the girls are just like, la, 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 la. I'm like, that's the worst part. I'm like, is they Oh don't my God, stop I don't even think about them. I think about the makeup artist. I'm like, yeah. how the fuck is this makeup artist or hair artist is so patient mm -hmm. and they are on a time crunch and they have to get everything perfect. I would literally just like yeah. have a panic attack. I could not, there's no mm -hmm. way. When me and Karina went to this, to one of the celebrities' houses, we were like, 
just looking at each other like, if you could sit the fuck down, we could do this in 10 minutes. Yeah. But she wouldn't. Yeah. And then they're like on drugs and it's it's just wild. It is wild. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what is one product you would say you cannot live without? I know there's many, but one. Mm, probably. Wow, that's so tough. Mac Giga Black Lash Mascara for the you bottom think, lashes. You, yes, you just told me that the other day. Uh-huh. So makeup, so Suzette, I'm like makeup. Suzette asked me the other day when she was doing my makeup, what mascara I use. I'm like, L'Oreal. She's like, girl, are you serious? I was like, yeah, it's the one that works for me. She's like, no, you have the prettiest bottom lashes. You need to use this one. And I've been meaning to go and get it. But yeah. okay, so you swear by that I mascara. literally, I bought some at the airport and I was giving them away because that's my shit. Oh my God. Like I, my favorite clients, I love all my clients, yeah. but my favorite face is someone with long bottom eyelashes. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it was because back in the day, the Kardashians were such like, a tr- they were such trendsetters. Right. They had the most beautiful lashes. Yeah, and they I just did. feel like natural. Yeah. It made your eyes pop. It made yeah, your yeah. makeup pop. So I always love clients with bottom lashes. And that's just my, that's, that's my shit. Good. That okay. mascara, yeah. All right. So what is the number one <clears throat> key to having the perfect makeup look? Um, your skin. Yeah. Taking care of your skin. Uh, definitely a lot of people neglect that. And I feel like especially if you're getting married, you need to work on it months in advance. Drink your water. Get your facials. Take care of your skin. I had a bride that came in with she invested so much money in her skin that she came in like perfect. Yeah. Her brows were perfectly groomed. She had gotten them like, she worked on getting them shaped yeah. for all these months. She, her skin, her filler, yeah, everything. Was on point. So when I went to do her makeup, it was exactly what we planned because she put in the work. Right. And I feel like even on myself, if I went to go do my own makeup and my face was like no fucking facial, no nothing, I didn't take care of it, it was dry. My makeup's gonna look like shit, yeah. even on me. Yeah. Because how am I supposed to work on top of that? You know? Yeah. So I feel like you have to take care of it. Yeah. And obviously, not everybody has perfect skin. That's not a problem. But if you take care of it, it's still the makeup is still gonna lay better on top yeah. of it. I don't think it's so much about like pimples. It's more no, like you it's, said, it's it's the texture. Like hydrate your skin. I know <laughs> we were talking about this. Like when I used to do makeup too. Like girls who would come in with still like makeup from the night before, flaky as fuck. Like I'm like. Dude, your makeup is not going to look mm-hmm. like the way that you want it. And then you're going to blame the makeup artist. And it has nothing to do with the makeup or the makeup artist. It has to do with your skin because mm-hmm. you don't know how to take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Even like, um, I know there's a lot of makeup artists that hate when clients don't have groomed brows. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind to an extent. But obviously your makeup is going to look better if your brows are clean. Yeah. Like, they don't have to be freshly waxed because I actually hate freshly waxed brows because then you can see the line. The line, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But- just tweeze them. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But your makeup looks way better if it's clean. Yeah. You know? And you're, you're not going to sit there and groom their brows no. for them. That's not what they're paying I, you for. I don't yeah. have time to yeah. do brows. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what is the number one mistake people are making when they do their own makeup? Okay. So super weird, but I never really pay attention to people's makeup. Okay. I, I have clients that are like friends. That I'll go out with them and they're like, don't look at me. Don't look at my makeup. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't, I don't care unless yeah. I did it. Yeah. Like yours, it stands out that it's like perfect. Yeah. And I'm staring at you, you. Right. <laughs> but I feel like I don't pay attention. Yeah. Also, I, I guess my mind is in a million places. So I don't, I don't know how women do their own. Okay. Like, cause if I'm watching a TikTok or a YouTube video, 
I like how they did it, so I'm seeing how they did it. Right. And so you're not so really- I'll take whatever they're doing and I'll be like, oh, cool. You know, I'll do, I do this instead of that, but I can still get the same look. Okay. Right. So I don't ever really knock anybody for doing it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And then when I have one-on-ones, they come in bareface. Like, even if I'll be like, hey, come in with your own so I can see how you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess to answer your question, the most difficult thing women have when they come to me for a lesson is eyeshadow. Blending it out. Okay. And I guess, yeah, I have noticed that a lot of women have trouble blending it out their eyeshadow, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's like such a Mac thing. Yeah. You worked at Mac. Yeah. So you're good at blending it. Out of Mm -hmm. shit. Because if you didn't, it wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah, Because nobody's going to pay for unblended makeup. Right. That's, I had one lady who didn't want it blended, but that's a whole different story. I I do too. Sometimes like they're like in stuck in their own ways. Yeah. Older and they don't, they like a certain thing. Yeah. So, I make it a point to, if I have time, of course, because obviously on Saturdays you have clients back to back. But if someone books with me, I make it a point to, I had a client this morning and she was like, oh, I'm just now accepting you. I'm sorry. I just don't like to accept people I don't know. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I wasn't trying to be nosy. I just, I like to see the client before to see how they do their own and their hair. Yeah. So I can see what I'm working with and how long it's going to take me. Yeah. I'm not trying to be nosy. I just want to see what I'm working with, you know? Um. But she's like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, like I wasn't trying to be nosy. Like yeah. I could care less, you know? Yeah. But she's like, oh no, yeah. Like I just accepted you. And I was like, honestly, it helps so much seeing someone beforehand, especially if someone's picky with their brows. You want to see how they do them. Right. And what their little style is. And when they get their makeup done, what they ask for. Right. And I feel like I love to have a good in-depth consultation, ask a lot of questions to give them exactly what they want. Right, right, right. No, I agree. No, I think that's a good thing. And even like if you got pictures from them beforehand, because if like you could even be like, hey, like, are you going to, are you dyeing your hair in a different color or anything like that? That way, you know, ahead of time, because what if they come yeah. in and they're like roots are undone or whatever? Like, exactly. You know, you just, you, if you're going to get your makeup done, you want the whole package to mm-hmm. be. Right. Like our brides, 90% will get a trial uh-huh. um, because they want to see what they're going to look like on their wedding day. The 10% that doesn't is because they want to be totally surprised or they trust us or whatever it is they don't mind like they're not picky um but i feel like the ones that don't i get more anxious about coming into the wedding because i don't know them a it's their special day Mm -hmm. and although we do ask for a like as many inspo pics as you have they just yeah it's scarier for me than it is for them because i don't know what i'm walking into so you get to know them and feel them out at the trial Mm -hmm. and when you don't it's like I have a little bit of anxiousness the night before just because it's their wedding day. I don't want yeah. them to be pissed, yeah. you know? Um, but I feel like, so it is important kind of to have a trial unless you really trust me. Yeah. If you trust me and you let me do what I want, we're going to be fine. Yeah. But if you didn't get a trial and you're picky, you should have gotten a trial. You should have gotten a trial. You know, it's yeah. your wedding day. Well, you told me the day that you were doing mine that you had like um, the mom of the brides there do- doing the trial. And no. I was like, girl what you were like yeah there's some of them are even picky i'm like i would have just thought the mom just gets what she gets the day of a fucking wedding but i guess not i feel like a lot of makeup artists it's funny because now the mom the grandma and the bride are my favorites okay because i know what they want Mm -hmm. and a lot of makeup artists they they get scared because they're not used to working with mature skin yeah and so they either overdo it or underdo it yeah and i feel like i just get it perfect yeah because i know what they want they want their eyes to stand out and they want their skin you can't add a lot of makeup to their skin because it will go bad but they also want the coverage so it's like everyone's like fuck how do i do this but since i've had so much experience with them i know how to do it yeah so those are actually my favorite clients now okay. because i i i, you I know i can make them yeah. happy yeah okay good but that is scary for makeup artists is to do the mature skin 
And um, also, I feel like you have to learn how to do every skin tone. Mm -hmm. There's also makeup artists that they have one lane, and that one lane is one ethnicity. Mm -hmm. That's not our case. Yeah. We are so diverse. We go from deepest to lightest, and you got to know how to do that. Yeah. You have to, yeah. because the light, if you're too pink, you can tell. If you're too yellow, you can tell. The dark can go gray fast. So you have, you have to, to know. really know what you're doing. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. I can. Uh, yeah, that's why. Yeah, no, but it's a it's a lot that it's you a have lot. to put into it. Okay, mm -hmm. last and final question. What advice would you give someone who wants to branch out and do makeup on their own? Practice as much as possible. Educate yourself. Um, learn. Take a lot of models, and don't be scared. There's also a lot of makeup artists that are starting out that are like scared. And at the end of the day, it's an art. And it's creative and you can't be scared to just do it. Yeah, it's true. If you fuck up, you can wipe it off. I feel like a lot of people are scared to fuck up and they want to fix it. Do you know how many times I've wiped it? I've done it all the way and I didn't like it and I wiped it off. Oh shit. That's okay. not a problem. Mm -hmm. It's okay to wipe it off. It's not color. That's why I would never fucking do color because mm -hmm. that's scary to fuck someone's hair up like that. But with makeup, even a hairstyle, brush it out and do it again. Yeah. Like, even when it comes to cooking, if I don't like something, I'll throw it away and do it again. Yeah. It's not that difficult to restart. But if sometimes if you try to fix it, it gets worse. Girl, I yeah. know. I mean, I know myself. Like, eyeliner. When you fuck up that yeah. wing, that's you're, it. You're fucked. You're dead. <laughs> no, dude. Saying, like, I think it was, like, a month ago, I fucked up my blush. I put way too much. Mm -hmm. Or it was, like, bronzer. I put way too <clears> much. <throat> and it came out. And I knew I had fucked up. I was like, mm, let me test it out. I come out and Chris like, your makeup's fucked. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, okay, I gotta go redo it. And I was like, all right, fuck it. And just wiped it all off and redid it. But I mean, that's part and of it. And then it comes out better. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it actually did come out better. Yeah. But it's just part of it. So It's learning. And yeah. especially with new products. Yeah. You don't know if how something's going to react to something else. Right. So no, I agree with that. So I do like to try the new products on myself before I bring it to a bride mm -hmm. because I don't have time to fix that. Yeah. You know? So yeah, a lot of practice, a lot of patience. And being taking in models, take them in. Like if you see someone you want to do their makeup, ask them, Hey, can I do your makeup? I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. That's how you grow. And when those models post you, their following follows you. So yeah. it's a win-win. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. So do you want to share your socials where people can find you? Yeah. So I'm working on my TikTok as much as possible right now. Okay. Um, TikTok is at makeup by Suzette. Instagram is at makeup by Suzette. They're all the same. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's it for social media, okay. right? Yeah, Nobody I think that's really pretty much. And then that's where they can book you, right? Yeah, they can just DM me. Okay. I like to be personal and like okay. DM them. Okay, no yeah. Links. And no what? No website links. Like, okay. I don't do all that. Okay. So I, regardless, guys, I will have all her info in the description box. And yeah, so thank you so much You're for joining welcome. me. I feel like I learned so much about you today. Oh, good. Yeah, so thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you're watching through YouTube. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. I'm not gonna keep it home